Hello and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Welcome, everyone. We hope that you have had a really fantastic week so far. Oh, we're getting so close to the weekend. Doesn't it feel great? Unless, of course, you work on the weekends and maybe it's not so great. Mm. The rest of us are going, is it Friday yet? Is it Friday yet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, even when you love your job, the weekends just feel so nice. So anyway, you know, as always, we sit here, we do our little morning chats or, you know, we actually get our, a lot of our ideas come when we're, like we talked about sitting in the hot tub, but a lot of them come up because one of the things we do, we try to do as often as we can weekly and stuff like that is walk. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's Colorado, so it's a little cold. We're not big fans of the cold. So what we do is we actually walk in our home. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the big things. Of, one of my goals in the morning is to always get at least uh, one mile in before I make breakfast or do those other little chores that we have at home. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for us, it's such a creative time for us too. not just, I mean, not as it just um, getting us moving, you know, and, and having that motion. Exactly. And that's kind of like what we're talking about today, life in motion. And that's, I think that it applies in more ways than we even realize. I feel like that, yeah, when we're getting our steps in the morning, we are very creative. Our mind is going, it seems like it's a really great time for us to come up with different ideas and stuff. So it even shows how that movement, you know, our body movement really, I, for me, it's like creativity comes, I don't know, you know, one idea leads to another idea. And then that's the mind's movement. And it's this relationship that's going on between the body and the mind, you know, you're getting that oxygen going, the blood's flowing a little bit better. Hopefully you're not like, you know, super sluggish. <laughs> But even if you are, you know, I find even if I'm starting my day off sluggish, as soon as I start getting that movement going, the sluggishness goes away. But not only for my body, mm-hmm. it's like your brain goes, I'm awake. Yeah, I think that's true. And it's can happen even before coffee. <laughs> and coffee's really important. <laughs> yes. Trust me, we could do a whole episode on coffee. <laughs> I'm sure we could. <laughs> I think we should make that a thing. <laughs> I do too, because we love our coffee. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is that, because, you know, we touched a little bit on it last time, you know, that with music comes dance. With music comes movement. And when you're dancing, there is such a different feel, don't you think? I mean, because you, you're switching it up, you know, whether you're going from a Latin dance to, I mean, if you were, if you did two-stepping, I tried that once. My friend Tammy tried to teach me how to two-step, but that's okay. I tried to teach her how to Latin dance, and neither one of us got it very well. <laughs> she didn't want to move her hips, and I didn't want to stop moving mine. <laughs> and so it's like, and no, in the two-step, you don't do that. You just kind of stand there, and they're like, and I'm telling her, no, in Latin, you got to kind of move your hips. Her hips didn't want to move. Mine didn't want to stop, so that was the end of our lesson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it was fun. And you know what's really fun, I was thinking back, is we've had it where... Even one day, our, my sister was here, and we're up in the kitchen, and we have music on. We're dancing yes. as we're making dinner. Tammy was here. That's always been sort of a thing in our home that you know, people come over, and we dance. A lot of times, we are uh, doing something in the kitchen or something like that. 
and we'll put music on and we are always dancing. I mean, we've done that, yeah, with uh, quite a few of our friends. You mentioned it before, we did it with your grandma when she came to visit. I just, I don't know, it's just something that we've always done and I've always enjoyed. And I think that's the cool thing about dance, it's movement, you know, without thought. It's just that feeling, yeah. And I think that's what's kind of cool, you know, when you say that, you know, I think those are really the neat things too. You know, I can look back on my life and like I talked a little bit about even with my parents, dancing, that was something that they would do. And it was something that we did. And, you know, it wasn't uncommon for us to go to, we loved wedding dances. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it was just a big old party with lots of music. That was one of the things I always liked too, was going to a lot of the Latin concerts that I went to. They weren't just concerts. It wasn't about just sitting in a seat or that. It was dances. We went to dances. I Well, we went to see Los Tucanes. We, we went and seen them a couple of times. I've seen them before. Yeah, I was going to say I've seen them a few times. But, you know, and that was really interesting because, you know, when the first time it was like, oh, you want to go to this concert? And they're like, okay, so I'm used to like, you know, when you go to a concert. No, wow. when you go to that, they, there's no seating. You just, you're up dancing at the by the stage you're dancing it's the dance floors there well yeah i was gonna say well they they do have tables surrounding yeah. but they're it's a whole dance floor the table's only there to hold your drink yes <laughs> yes pretty much so and you know if you do get a little windage you get to go sit down for a minute but it is it so it's really one of those things and then i was thinking to you know what i thought another time that came to my mind is when we were visiting my sister in california and we went to her friend's party and just the Latin music and just all the dancing and just it, the fun of it. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to be dancing, but dancing, if you don't dance or if, if you're one that just dances by themselves, as one of my clients said, he goes in the closet, he can dance because it's a big closet. So he gets a chance to do that, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if you're too shy, find that spot, find that time and just move. Because it, it does something. There's, you know, when you look, I don't care what culture it is, every culture has dance and every culture has music and there's movement. We live in a state that, you know, when we look at the most healthy, it's one of the healthiest states. We're always in the top three. And when you look at that, we have a lot of cyclists here. We have a lot of hikers here. We have, you know, it's, we are always in motion. So, I mean, that shows something right there. If it's, you know, something like those statistics about the state, you know, and them being more healthy. It just shows that through, like I say, everybody's willingness to to participate in those kinds of things, get outdoors and do that kind of stuff. So when I was reading an article, you know, one of the things they were talking about was looking at high blood pressure and uh, blood sugar. And they were saying that if you could get up every half hour and do a little bit of a walk, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter when it's one to five minutes, whatever, how it lowered the blood pressure and it helped the diabetes. And they talked about why that does that, you know, when we sit, how the blood flows and sits and all the technical stuff. I just kind of bypassed that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, it really was about how important that is and how we don't even realize. And it's not that it has to be a lot of time. And that's one of the things I love about working from home is I will always have about five minutes in between clients. So what I will do is I will get up and I will do a walk. It does. And it feels better. When I have those days that I don't get that in, like sometimes in my office day, I don't because my clients come more back to back. I don't have that. And I feel different at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I don't feel as, I don't know. You almost feel more tired. Well, I know that if it's a day that, you know, I'm I'm not able to get my workout in for whatever reason, or it's cut short or that a lot of times, I feel so much more accomplished when I get that in, you know, even if it's for a shorter amount of time or whatever. But it just helps me, I think, not only physically, but mentally. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's something that we've talked about too. It's that we constantly have motion, even in the mind. Our brain is constantly going. And we've talked about that, you know, about being able to stay in the moment because when the brain is so fixated on anticipating something in the future, a lot of times there's anxiety and or your brain is so caught up in the past the past or whatever. And then there's a lot of times there's guilt associated with things and all just all kinds of things. The brain just goes everywhere. But and there's nothing wrong with keeping your mind going. But I really think that we just have to be, you, we have to pay attention. What is it that, that we're feeding our mind and that? What are we keeping it in motion with? Well, and I think that, and really paying attention to that mind-body relationship. Yeah. Realizing how when you do have that motion with your body, how it changes the motion with your mind. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing because it, it can have the ability to slow it down. Mm-hmm. You know, because you get into a rhythm if you're walking, if you're dancing. If you're dancing, you're not thinking. You're feeling. I'm saying it's so you know? freeing because it's not really about thought. When you work out, you're not thinking. You're focused on whatever that motion is for whatever you're working out. So it becomes that nice relationship between the body and the mind. And with the now. Yes. I mean, I have people who pace because they're anxious. <laughs> But even the pacing will still help regulate that in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? It's like if my body's in motion, then there's some action taking place, even though there's no action taking place. If it's around worry, the worry does not create an action other than the motion of you walking. But it's not changing the situation outside of that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And so I think, you know, there's a lot of that that takes place. And I just think it's, well, first off, I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a walker. You're more of a worker out. You like to do the more the work. I love the workout, but I love the walk because I know what the walk does for me because I'm doing it for a different reason. So I'm having that mind body thing. But I know that if I do the walking, it's so great for blood pressure. It keeps everything just kind of moving really well. I think that's and, uh, one of the best ways that really helped me in changing my mindset about working out and that was focusing on the health piece of it. You know, I mean, I really saw it impact my numbers as far as cholesterol, things like that. So I think that giving focus to that, and one of my main things was focusing on strength. I wanted to be stronger and giving so much attention to that. It was about weight loss, but not just that, you know. I mean, for some reason, having that focus of what I could do really helped me. Well, and, you know, we did the walk program when we were with uh, mental health. And the cool thing about that program was, is it got people up and it got people moving. It got people being more healthy, but it also created relationships. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, oh, if there's a group that you want to be a part of or stuff, there's meetup and you all of that. You know, so I think that's one of the important things, too, is if moving along doesn't motivate you and if you need those partners because I think anytime you have a partner to do anything like that it always just helps us with accountability but it's just also fun 
even when we're on hikes, we stop, we talk about what we're looking at. We're in the moment, but we also get some really great ideas when we do that. So I think there's so much to it, you know, and there's such a, it's such a fun thing if we don't view it as work. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know about how many people out there, but you know, it's like, you know, we talked about the new year's thing and it's like, oh, it's new year's and I've got all these people doing their gym memberships and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm excited to see how that turns out. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is it's, if that's what it takes to motivate you to start with the movement, to start that motion, that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Start the motion. And once again, I think we also get stuck in that head place of if I'm not going to the gym and working out two hours, then I'm somehow not being successful. We will attach time to it. It is not about the time, but that is something that I think has been extremely hard to switch because even when I look at stuff, people will talk about, well, you know, I've got to devote this much time and then pretty soon, so I'm not going to do it at all. And I often hear that with my clients. I don't have enough time for that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask him, you don't have five minutes? Well, of course they have five minutes. So do five minutes. That's something. And they have shown that if you could really take five minutes and give it really hard, like if you were able to go and do a run or whatever, maybe you're not able to do that. But whatever it is, really be in that moment and do that at full capacity, then that really does have an effect. They've shown that. Like it's like intermittent running or things like that, the impact that it does. And they've even gone further and even saying, even if you go and do five minutes of stretching. Right. Stretching is a great, that's why yoga is so popular and it's been around for so long is because that's where you truly learn your range of motion. (laughs) Well, I don't think that people, we're not meant to be still. And that's what we're talking about, that we're constantly in motion. If we are still muscles atrophy, it becomes harder to move, you become more stiff. And I think that if people did give some time to that, focus on stretching in that, it amazes me with flexibility how different your body feels. And that's not about fast movement. It's about, you know, just easing into those stretches and relaxing your body into it and when you have that flexibility, you just feel more useful, more vital. Just to me, I think the thing that's so funny is when you do stretch, which I had been stretching and doing really well, and then I kind of injured my back a little bit. So then I kind of pulled back from it. So, you know, just kind of going back and forth with that. But one of the things I noticed, and I think because I had, I wasn't doing as much stretch is how that you don't walk as light. I I can't explain it, but I can feel it, which is really interesting to me because once again, the more movement and the more stretch we do, the more fluid our movement even becomes. Well, I think that that's why I understand what you're saying about lighter because I think when you have more flexibility, you have more agility. So you're, it's just like there is more, it is almost like a lightness, I think, to your, your step and just your because you have that flexibility, you're just more comfortable in your body in a way. Well, you know, because it's kind of funny, and I'm going to attribute it to this because I don't know why else she would be saying it to me. When I get up, she'll tell me, do you have to walk so hard? It's because she doesn't want to wake up the dog. Or I think that's what it is. Or she's just giving me a hard time. (laughs) I'm not really sure what it is. But I have found since then, you've not heard me because I'm actually tiptoeing to the bathroom. (laughs) 
Because heaven forbid I wake her or the dog. <laughs> Why are you waking up and trolloping to the bathroom so far? <laughs> and mind you people, I just mind him all business to the mouth. <laughs> but, you know, it's really interesting, though. After you mentioned that, I've started to do a little more stretch. And there's a difference in the way it is so interesting. But I'm one of those people who, probably weird, but I really pay attention to what's going on with me internally, physically, what that feels like, you know, what those shifts are. Because I think the more in tune you are with your body and your mind, the more that motion, that relationship between the motion of the, the brain and the body becomes more synchronized. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when you're, you can tell when that's not synchronized because it just, I was telling you, you fill out a sorts today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's if she hasn't done her workout, I'll say you fill out a sorts. Yeah. Sometimes you fill out a sorts, please go work out. <laughs> I want my loving Christy back. (laughs) Once again, I think that motion and that movement is, it's so hard. And I think people who are listening who do that can probably be sitting there shaking their head. Yes, that's it. That's what we need. That's what I'm talking about. And so much of the time, you know, I tell people when I'm working on their mind, I'm saying, but what are you doing? If you're just sitting around I don't care how healthy your mind gets, you're only partway healthy. There's not a relationship going on between the mind and the body. And I think it impacts the mind. So, I mean, I don't know how how healthy you can make the mind without that component because it is important. And I don't think we realize our strength or we don't realize what we are capable of. And I know when you first started out, you know, once again, you grew up, athletics was just not a part of your family system whatsoever. No. You know, so I know even for you, it was a slow start. But then once you got to that place, now it's such a part of your lifestyle now. I was always grateful that at least when I was growing up, I did enjoy skating so much. You know, my mom would always take me to that. So I I really appreciate that because at least I was getting that in. Which she's going back to practicing and get, wants to get back into skating. So we had her skates. She has her own... Uh, skates now which are so flipping cool looking <laughs> yeah i had them uh made here in colorado springs so yeah. i'm excited about that and i think invest in those things too you know and that's what i was talking to her about i said if you're gonna go skating and stuff like that she said about wanting to be comfortable let's go make that happen because you're not going to invest in something that's uncomfortable yeah i mean eventually it might become comfortable but we don't even like to use other people's bowling shoes <laughs> that was true so we're getting back into our bowling, which is a really great motion. Then that's the cool thing is that when we're talking about that motion, it can be things that are fun. We really do enjoy bowling. Yes. We're not quite to, you know, bowling a 300 or anything. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But it is a lot of fun. And that's the thing is, I mean, motion can be fun. I mean, you just look for those things that you enjoy and give you that opportunity to be active exactly and you know when you look out there and you think of all the activities there are a jesus there's just so many of them there kids skip hop jump rope there's motion in it our friend our friend sanders she loves jump jump rope rope. she does the weighted jump ropes yeah so i went and bought one and then i tried using it in my house and realized that my ceilings are a little too low for that (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, so I have to wait till it gets a little bit warmer and I can go back out and do it on my deck or on my patio. So yeah, so I think, but it's finding those things that are fun. But once again, if you're spending a lot of time working on your mental piece, but you're not working on that physical piece, you're not synchronized. There's not synchronicity in what you are doing. And that motion of your body also helps your mind to not be sluggish. And we have to start understanding the relationship between those two things. Yeah. And I think once you start working out and doing, I was kind of a little off, a little bit off this morning, because by the time I get up, you know, and I get, you know, my role in the morning is I get up, make breakfast, you know, put on whatever, you know, meal plan prep. But I always want to have my my mile in before I make breakfast, because that's kind of a goal that I've set. And if I start feeling like that's not going to happen, then I was there like getting all, it caused me a little bit of angst, not really angst. I don't even know that it, just a little off put. But then as I started getting some tests on there thinking, what difference does it make? I get to choose what time I start breakfast. You know what I mean? So here I was creating this in my head and it wasn't even relevant. Yeah. Because guess what? I just put off making breakfast by two minutes. Who cares? Still got dinner started, still got breakfast done, and we still have time to do our podcast <laughs> all before work. But I think that's what it is. Then the thing is, is then we can start playing that head game of, well, fine, then I just won't do it all. You know, I mean, people do that. They go, it's all or nothing. Instead of understanding something is better than nothing. And something is still part of the way to completion. So it's just, how do we change that all up? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think the audience might be too. Because you did grow up in a more kind of restrictive childhood. So music was not acceptable. I just can't see busting the move to Christian music. Well, <laughs> what does that look like? No, but yeah. <laughs> well, back then it, it didn't look pretty. But, <laughs> but I did listen to stuff that, yeah, people would rock out to. But it's not, we weren't encouraged to dance. Unless you were, of course, okay. So you, you have to understand, I grew up in a pot Pentecostal church where they, you know, run the aisles and, and dance and things like that. But that's the only time. That looks more like body flaily. Wait, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no offense to the Pentecostals. Yeah. That was acceptable then because they said, you know, you're, you're dancing in the spirit and that was okay. So that was, did you ever dance in the spirit at the church? Actually, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Get out of town. <laughs> so, is there any video proof of that? No, no. But you know, I mean, when you you grow up in that mindset and that, that's you know, it's just part of what you do, I guess. So, even though I think it only happened one time in my whole eighteen years growing up in church, <laughs> but that was okay. But it wasn't allowed outside of there, and it was because dancing was viewed, viewed as too sexualized, those kind of things. So if I did dance, it was behind closed doors. <laughs> so you were in the closet for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a closet a dancer. Yes. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how did you learn to dance then? Did I learn to dance? I, I I don't know if I learned to dance. I just well, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> but, 
I let the music move me. <laughs> we, do, we, do, we do dance well together. We do mostly uh, Latin dance, but that's not the only kind that we do. I think because we, we feel the music and then we move to the music, which then we move with each other. But, you know, that's just kind of that whole thing with dance. But because it does surprise me because, you know, a lot of people that grow up with dance, you know, you understand why they dance or how they even learn to dance or feel the music and do the dance. But you, but Latin dancing, how did you, I mean, you didn't grow up in a Latin culture. No, I didn't. But, you know, like I told you, I loved going to concerts and those were dances that I would attend. That was out when you moved here? Yeah. But when I got out to Colorado is when it really changed. And I, I moved out here when I was 18. So, so she- it could be a little rebel. <laughs> I did get a little rebel-ish. <laughs> so I did. I started uh, going to the uh, dances and things like that. And that's where I picked it up. Nice. And I think, and I really appreciate that. And I think it's something that we, it's one. It's just one more thing that we love and share. You know, and I was thinking, we have to get back to dancing while we cook. But, you know, sometimes by the time I'm done with work, and it's just a real quick, you know, part of our thing is to that thing of being healthy we don't like to eat too late at night you know and it's like a balancing act it's like tetris man you have to put everything so exactly (laughs) then we've how much have we talked about that over time it's balance with me with everything when one thing comes out of balance it's it's a matter of not overcompensating or doing that you just kind of take that breath and do a reset and then let it rebalance itself you know but sometimes i think that we don't do that either. Or we beat ourselves up because mm-hmm. we feel like something's lacking. Exactly. And I, I don't think that it's a matter of lacking. And I don't think and it's definitely that we don't have enough time. We all still have the same amount of time we've always had. It's what we're filling our time with. And when we're not filling at least some of that time with some sense of motion, you know, and once again, you know, when we talk even about the mental piece of it, when you're working on your life, it's your life in motion. Yes. You know, it's that evolution of your life. Motion is a part of every aspect of life. I mean, we talked about that even in finances and that money flows in and it flows out. I mean, you're constantly having to relook at things when you're budgeting or when you're doing whatever. You constantly have to revisit because it is in motion. You're, you know, you're, you're spending, you're saving, you're, you're getting all these funds coming in and you pay paying bills out and doing all that. It's constantly in motion. So, and, and I think it's that way with everything. So you always have to revisit these things. I always think it's interesting because oftentimes I'll ask my clients when they come in, what's new and different since the last time we met? Nothing that's the same. And I always look at them and say, that's not, that's not even possible. Mm-hmm. And they'll look at me and say, what do you mean? I'll say it cannot be exactly as it was last week. I said, was the traffic the same when you were driving in? Was it? And then they'll be there like, hmm, well, no, then what's new? But when we start to get into a rhythm, we forget that that is still motion. We forget that things are still happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always tell people, look for the little things. And I'll, I'll talk, when we talk about we, the motion of our brain, because I talk about the evolution, you're constantly evolving. Nobody just stays stuck. I mean, we can stay stuck in things, but life is still moving. There's still motion going on. We don't solidify. If our brain stays stuck, our body's doing something. Even our brain's doing something. It could be going motion backwards. It could be regressing mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. But there's still motion going on. 
And I think that's the beauty of it because you're through that motion, you're able to make changes. You're able to create. And that motion is energy. At the end of the day, what we're talking about is energy. Our brain is energy. When we move, if I'm moving my arm, that's energy. That's motion and energy. It's a displacement of energy to make it happen. And that's probably, but like, you know, when you look at it, you know, if you're getting up and you're having that movement, your energy level changes. It's because if we view it as our energy source, which it is, and even when we're investing in people, well, I don't have time for that. And I'll say, but you have time to go fill up your car, right? Well, yeah. Okay, but you're not going to go put gas that has half water and half gas, are you? Well, of course not. Well, why aren't you investing in your body? Why are you putting something in it that's not as beneficial for it? Or if it's movement that you need, why aren't you doing that? Don't take better care of your car than you are you're going to take care of yourself or your home or other things. Because at the end of the day, you got to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Parents will run their kids around to every freaking activity there is. But then when I say, well, what do you do for yourself? I just don't have time. So they're tired. But as soon as I'll say, okay, you have to find and make time for yourself. I don't care if it's five minutes a day, three days a week or whatever. And you got to do something with motion. They'll come back and pretty soon, oh, I'm going for walks or I'm doing this or I'm doing that because they realize the benefit to them, that energy that they get from it, Mm -hmm. that relationship that then their mind doesn't feel as bogged down. They don't feel like they're always like they don't have enough time because Now, when we learn to prioritize that motion, that movement, then we don't feel bogged down. Mm -hmm. And it it really does come down to planning. A lot of the time, I think people are just, you know, feeling like they're constantly having to get caught up. And it's a lot of times it is a lack of planning when you want something to change and you need to set aside some time or whatever. You have to really look at the schedule and figure it out and prioritize what's important and make sure that that movement happens, whatever, you know, it's regarding. And, you know, follow up when we talk about movement and progress on your organizational skills. (laughs) Her desk still looks pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. The whole office looks pretty good, with the exception of the dog's toys. (laughs) Yeah, we can't do anything about that. She has toys on every level, and they're all scattered about. And heaven forbid you go put them away because she just goes and gets them right back. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a dog that's always in motion when it comes to play and stuff like that. And that's the thing. She doesn't care what kind of day we've had. When I get home, she expects me to have the energy to play with her. And, you know, pretty soon you're playing with her and pretty soon you forget you're tired, you know, because you're engaging and, and you're picking up on her energy and, you know, all of that. So I think people who have dogs, you're usually good about taking their dogs for a walk. Well, some are, some just some out of the backyard. Yeah, my yard's big enough. That's going to go for <laughs> But like, that's our goal with her even to when it's warm, getting her out there, taking her for walks, those kind of things, because it's important to her too. You know, it's funny because when the weather's not so good, she's in the house, she'll go out. She's weird though. She likes snow, but she doesn't like the cold, cold. But as soon as there's that little bit of warmth, she is out there and she is running all over the place. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she loves to run. And she'll even do that in the house. And you can almost feel when it's like she's been still too long. Yeah. You know, but don't you ever feel that way sometimes too? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we feel that sometimes if we've been staying in the house for a long time, she gets a little antsy. Yeah. And then it's like, 
let's go do something. We got to go do something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, it, depending on my week, I'm there like, I just want to rest. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go do something. And once again, even that, you know, and that was something I had to work on because I was such an extreme homebody. I was there. I'm perfectly intent on my home. But we did that thing of getting out, hanging out with our friends more and stuff like that and our family and stuff. And, you know, it's been really good. Once again, it's that motion. And when people come to visit us, yet when it's not winter, the first thing we do is, hey, you want to go for a hike? Yep. <laughs> Your poor sister. When the, when the weather's <laughs> nice, that's like my one of my favorite things to do is get out and, and hike. And I mean, I know some people like to do it as fast as they can. And sometimes I'm in the mood for that. But most of the time, I just like to see what's out there. I take a lot of pictures. They, you know, just it's movement. But... I enjoy it. When your sister came, Rebecca comes and her daughter, Ella. So they come, well, you know, Ella's a kid, so she's got energy. So she's hiking. We couldn't garden of the gods and finally climbing the rocks. They're they're taking too long. So I'm they're like, okay, I'll go with you. So we go up ahead and she's up on the rocks and she's doing all sorts of stuff. They're like, get in that crevice, climb all the way up there. <laughs> I'm going to get a picture of you up there. You know, we're doing all this and then here you come. Well, you know. We also forget that your sister has to acclimate to our elevation. She's from those lowlands <laughs> over there. And so, yeah, she's not used to this elevation. But once again, you know, if people come here, my sister comes here, we go hiking. Uh, our friend, uh, Sa- poor Sandra, too. Sandra, hey, Sandra, you want to go for <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but okay, is what I think she's thinking now. <laughs> we could be wrong. <laughs> But, you know, I think it's just one of those things. It's something that we really love to share with other people. And we do have some really beautiful, beautiful hiking trails here in Colorado. And that's really, really cool. And, you know, we just implement that in as far as part of our motion as well. Because we kind of go to, I mean, you know, when we would go to Club Q, we would dance a lot and have fun there. But we don't go anywhere here. To go dancing? Yeah. Not really, uh, but I mean, I just haven't been to that many places. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's really what there is as far as that goes. Yeah, and, and except for when we went to Rhinos, we went there for my birthday and uh, Danny's birthday, and had a good time and danced. Oh yeah, Tim and Rita, yeah, yeah, and Gina and them. Oh yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know when you can have it, where you can go out with and you know get your friends together, and you can do that that's really cool Mm -hmm. we've taught our goddaughter ellie when we go out to dinner and stuff what does she wait for she waits for the end and she's constantly saying outside outside because she wants to go outside because we hold her hands and we walk and then we swing her up in the air bring her down she loves that we've been doing that with her since well she's still little she's only going to be three but that was something that christy and i would do with her and she waits for that. She loves that motion. She loves that feel of the, you know, her feet going up and being in the air and coming down. And it's something that she waits for. She knows that that's what that means outside. But what I love about her is she's, well, she just got her cast off because she did have a uh, hip surgery. So, but before that, even with that hip not being the way it's supposed to, that little girl was in motion, man. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> She, as most two-year-olds are, <laughs> but she loves being outside. Yeah, she does. She, you know, she loves to go to the valley because she can go outside. She has yard there. She does all that. But I love that about her, that 
she loves the outdoors. She loves that motion. Okay, mom and dad probably don't like her motion in the house as much. Yeah, really. After all, she's only two. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about physical motion, but there's things are constantly changing in our lives. And I think that that's something that we have to remember is because even maybe if something's not going as smoothly as we would like, it's only a moment in time and those things will change. And we have to keep that in mind. Well, and I think even, you know, sometimes I'm talking to my clients and they'll be talking about relationships and stuff like that and sat over a relationship leaving or, or ending. And I always remind people that even our relationships are sometimes transient. People come into our life in a moment that we need them and then the, that there's that motion of them. They come in, there's a motion of them coming in. We embrace that, you know, we nurture that. And then for whatever reason, it leaves and goes somewhere else or we leave and go somewhere else. And it's because it served a purpose. Exactly. And we're all at different stages in growth. And sometimes that happens. I know I've talked to you about people that I was friends with when I was a kid that I don't feel like I relate to now. And I, you know, I may be maybe Facebook friends with them or whatever. And, and that's about the extent of it. And it's interesting because there are other people that have come forward more that, you know, maybe weren't, I didn't have much involvement with when I was younger, but because of maybe their growth and maybe their, just their mindset, we're on a different page now. And so some of those people have stand out more than they did in my youth. You know what I mean? So it's interesting how all of your relationships change and everything like that as you grow. Well, and you know, I even think, you know, when I look at a therapeutic relationship, I have seen I can't, I don't even know the number of people I've seen in my career. Probably thousands. Yes. And that's not an understatement. But the thing is, is realizing that even as a therapist, and I always tell my clients too, you know, this is a relationship that has a beginning and an ending because you're going to outgrow me, mm-hmm. which I hope you do. My goal is to help you outgrow me in that relationship because when you outgrow me, that means your growth has really centered around you because it's not about the relationship. I mean, we we build a relationship. We have to have a relationship of trust and and non-judgment and all of that. But when I get to discharge a, a client, I know that means that I've served my purpose in that journey, in that movement for them to be a healthier version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for clients. And sometimes it's, I see clients for a while and, you know, I really care a lot about my clients. And, and I always think, I'll sit there and think, geez, I wonder how, you know, little Susie's doing, Mm -hmm. you know, or things like that. It's rare that we get to know the outcomes of what we do, but I don't think that we have to. I think that we just have to really appreciate the fact that we got to be a stop on that journey, on that, that motion of their life. And so for me, it's always a privilege to have that, you know, but also understanding. And I tell them, you will not be with me forever. (laughs) And I think that's where our focus has to lie is that hopefully, however long that relationship lasts, that we leave people in a better place. Hopefully, we have that positive impact in their life. Well, I think even when we have those relationships that we may deem as more negative or toxic or whatever, they're still in our path for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what do we learn from it? What is our growth? What is our movement in our life? You know, how does that help create a path of movement for us sometimes 
that motion that we start to have, you know, and sometimes it's, it's the, the movement of our thought processes. Exactly. And that's why I think movement is such a vital thing to every aspect of our lives. Everything. I can't, I don't know what part of our life that is not, there's not movement with. Exactly. Well, when you, because when you think about that, the opposite of that would be stagnant. And who wants that for any aspect of their life? And, you know, I often tell you this, you know, and I'll tell you, I just cannot believe that I can lo- I could love you anymore. And I think the thing is, is when we look at that, it's because as we continue to have growth together and stuff, and I always tell people, there is something really amazing about the growth of love and the relationship and that love is one of those things that I don't think has, it doesn't stop. We stop it from growth. But if we don't stop it and we allow it to have those natural progressions and we really like be in the moment with it and things like that, it just continues to evolve and I think get better. And I think that as I look at our relationship, you know, over 20 years, you know, when I think of us from the beginning, you know, to now this evolution and this growth in our relationship and the decision for us to work on that growth together, that movement of our life so that we are on that movement is in the same direction as far as our life together, but having the individual movement as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's it. really important. I mean, you know, we've talked about that with all different types of relationships. I mean, if you're working on growth, you know, and you want a better understanding of yourself, you know, and you're doing that work, it's going to have impact on all your relationships as part of that motion. And I think we've talked even about that, about, you know, that we really shifted a lot to really investing more into our relationship because they're valuable and important to us. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird because you can almost see that it's almost like you do that and you do with intention and then you can see that change from the other person's side too. So it starts to help that movement in the same direction, even with that. So it's kind of a a really neat thing. And if people take the time to sit and think about it and, you know, really be in the moment and focus on that motion and those things, it's kind of really a neat thing. It is. Because you, you realize at that moment, I am an active participant. I'm not moving where other people are taking me or my emotions take. I'm in the driver's seat and I'm the one driving that motion yeah that movement and it's going to go where i want it to go and it's going to evolve you know in that whatever you see in your mind Mm -hmm. so i guess for today it's that thing of the importance of movement and it's always happening but either it's gonna move without you being aware of it and then we're gonna we get upset with it not realizing that we have to pause and be an active participant in our own lives whether it's our movement of our body the movement of our mind, our spirit, you know, our faith base, whatever that is, to develop that and grow that and nurture that. Mm-hmm. Be an active participant. And I'm telling you, there's something about dance. It goes hand in hand with our last episode of music, music and dance. You know, I tell you, we have music on in here a majority of the time. The only time we don't have it on is when I'm working because I'd be listening to the music or I might get a little distracted. <laughs> And my clients, what's that song? No. <laughs> but I talk to my clients a lot about music. So, but you know, once again, that investment, have fun with the movement. Yeah. 
whether it's the movement of your mind or the movement of your body, or even if it's the development of your spirituality, whether have fun with it, make it a joyous thing, your relationships, the way you love, Mm -hmm. expand on it, make it joyful. I know that's what we work at. Mm -hmm. So we hope you enjoy the episode this week, you know, and we hope we encourage even if it's just one person to say, you know what, I think I'm going to put on my dancing shoes. Mm-hmm. Get up a freestyle. There you go. <laughs> if you have that friend who doesn't dance a certain way or needs a dance lesson, by golly, do it. I got to tell you a real quick story too. When Tammy, when we were going to Fort Collins, she want, we would go out to the bar while her boyfriend at the time would dance did not dance country so i would i she would tell me you go dance with him so i would go dance with him because i danced more his style <laughs> and they were like let's just work on that girl let's just work on it <laughs> i'm gonna have to follow up with her in fact on how she's doing her freestyle dance <laughs> that's my goal for the weekend anyway we hope that you guys have a really fantastic week and we will be back next week bye, bye.